This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Last time on This American Monster. The Law Corporation team came face to face with doppelgangers of themselves and their teammates. Already a false Darkblade, Sundry, and Ash have been killed, each one dying with thick black smoke escaping from their wounds. The team has learned this is demonic, but to what infernal ends were these creatures brought to this earth? And what does any of it have to do with the crystal that the Law Corporation has moved? Uh, I'm going to start in the place that's easiest for us to start, which is Welker. And there was a missed roll that you made before, and I didn't capitalize on that. And you bet your ass I'm going to capitalize on that now. So you had just had that like angry conversation with Bishop where you ripped the door off its hinges and like crushed it. And uh, he kind of like realized he's not dealing with the person he thought he was and left. And there were a few minutes passed by. You talked to Merzad on the phone. He told you to move that stone and to find these other locations. And I think after you hang up with him, you hear this big ruckus and you start to see these sigils on the walls and in this place glow, knowing that what was ever dormant here is now active and activated. And I think that is of in itself something that's a big deal. And you as a person who's not any longer a regular man, and by man, I mean like a regular, like, a normal person, but someone who has died and has been brought back to life, you can feel this activate. Like you felt something within yourself kind of happening and changing as this location changed. Um, so like you can feel this is a big deal even before you saw those things on the wall kind of like seem to burn further into the wall, light up and then burst into flames and everybody is rushing around. And then there seems to be an even bigger rush um, in a few minutes after all these scientists and kind of tech workers are like writing down what they're seeing and they're recording stuff and people are trying to measure things, but they don't want to use like a ruler with it. So they're using some kind of like laser measuring thing so they don't touch iPhone. stuff. They're doing all of this calculation and measurement and that kind of stuff. And all of that seems actually fairly par for the course. Jessica Lore has told you, we want to know what this stuff is. Um... Yes. Here's okay, so good. if Merzad was essentially like, you know, Mr. Green is in trouble and he hung up with the intention of going to find out what that was. And like, that was like top priority, like save him if he needs saving. But I think he could spare a few minutes if like something crazy is about to happen here and he sees like this huge commotion going on. I at least want to know what's going on. Oh, absolutely. And um, if you pull somebody aside, they'll throw a lot of like technical information at you, but they'll say basically like, oh, uh, Mr. Woker, these, these, um, like this location seems to have been charged with X quantity more energy. It seems to be like emitting from all of this area in this particular pattern. And they're telling you a lot of stuff that's like far more technical and you can tell from them, they don't fully know what it means. It's the kind of thing of like a doctor says like, all of a sudden your temperature spiked like crazy. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you why necessarily. I'm going to have to figure that out more. Um, like that'll take longer to figure out, but I can tell you this person's temperature is jacked up all of a sudden. And that's a big deal because when your temperature is 106, that's a problem. But so this person will tell you like all of a sudden the amount of energy that's coming off of this is it's off the charts. 
while you're talking to them, another person is looking at you and just like staring like, uh, 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 what? Is there anything going on with me? And, um, I think two of the security personnel are just, uh, I think like they have their hands on their guns and they just say, hold it right there. Whoever you are, hold it right there. Do I look the same? I mean, to your understanding, absolutely. You're not looking in your, uh, the compact that Welker always carries around. Uh, I'll, I'll just shoot them like a sort of disgusted look and say, um, what, what are you doing? And I think one of them is on a radio. Yeah. He's here. And you hear your own voice through the radio that says like, that's an imposter. I've been at the office the whole time. Does he sound like me? Absolutely. You, as far as you're concerned, it's it's one of those weird things where it's like hearing yourself recorded, where it's a little bit off, but you're like, hey, yeah, that's me. Truly horrible and intolerable to your mind. Got it. I think Welker would be thinking that this is some sort of trick from Bishop. Like he's like, oh no, I should have moved on him. He's moving on me first. He's trying to frame me for something. So he's gonna take out like his ID, his company ID, which he, I assume he has, and like look. Clearly, it's me. This is a misunderstanding. Uh, whatever Bishop told you, um, I'm your superior officer. Stand down immediately. We didn't get any orders from Bishop. We got them from, and the, you can tell you can tell what the next words he are. Says, like hey, the... Welcome would say, "Don't say me. You're gonna look like an idiot. You're talking to me. Now put your guns down. Back off." And I think they're, they're like kind of nervous about this stuff. And then um, you hear even more commotion in the background. Mm-hmm. And I think just you happen to be in enough of an eye line where you can see like a truck come in and a, um, like, or at least a car come in and who's in the car arriving, Jules Graber and Irina Gray. The people okay. you showed up with who should already be here. Got it. And they're arriving now. And you hear this big fucking commotion. And um, like a lot of yelling and screaming. And then when these guys hear that, they're like, they're like, just put your hands up. Just put your hands up. Just put your hands up. Like they're in like kind of freak out mode a little bit. To me? Yeah. Clearly something's going on. Uh, like point is like not threatening as I can to like uh, Graber and Gray say um and again they're off like they're like in they're at a significant distance you can just by chance between tents oh, and so like they're not make two offices like all, i this is something i'm spying they're not like reacting to this yeah i think that them hearing this stuff okay. makes them further kind of antsy Got about it. it but like you're seeing what's going on and you're realizing this is probably a bigger deal than these guys just coming and trying to detain me mm-hmm. i was gonna say arrest they can't arrest you Okay, well, I guess I would like to try and essentially be like, listen, uh, you you aren't sure of what you're doing. It's obvious from the way you're acting. Um, and it sounds like something much more threatening is happening over there. I know who I am, and I'm going to walk away. And so essentially try and like, defuse the situation with like like a social way and just, and just like walk off be like, you're not going to shoot me because you don't think that's the right thing to do. All right. That sounds like a manipulate role, I guess does sound like a manipulate role. Four, baby. Four. 
what is what does Welker say as he's attempting to move past these folks that like kind of expresses that like ultra obvious like like in case there's any people who don't get the subtlety of him just moving trying to walk by what does he just say that makes it dead obvious I'm Welker your superior officer and you are not going to shoot me and he, just, he like walks off you're standing there and I think one of them like they draw their guns and they're like we said just just put your hands up just stay where you are mm-hmm. and when you're when you say that to them and you just keep moving forward we hear these like gunshots ring out and we see Welker look down at his chest and there's just smoke pouring out of a hole in his chest and I think Bishop is standing behind you and he's like shot you several times and um, we see this we see Welker kind of like fall down and Bishop just say like like say this place has been compromised we have to move this location and then we cut back to Welker on the phone at the Lore Corporation headquarters, um, like trying to figure out what's going on. All right. Meanwhile, Sundry, um, Sundry and Merzad are, I want to say, probably leaving that crazy bayou mansion that has this open roof to a full moon. And you guys are, I think he's standing there with you and he's like, are, are you guys already leaving? Are you still standing there in the shock of having just killed this false dark blade? Okay. No, we're definitely still there. Maybe, maybe, uh, uh, Sundry's just sort of like picking buckshot out of his face. And, uh, he's like, uh, ain't have to kill one of my friends before yet. Uh, sure hope you ain't one of these shadow monsters because, uh, kind of losing my patience over here. And he looks down at like the, um, the body of Darkblade, and as you sit there and kind of maybe use like a just a knife to pick out some of these pieces of uh, bullet, some of these pieces of shot, and yeah, Sundry would be like strangely conversant at picking buckshot out of his face. Yeah, uh, Merzad actually he was bothered by the smoke that poured out of Darkblade's arm, and like when you eventually killed him, what you're doing actually doesn't seem to bother him that much. Again, I'd initially imagine he's a play. shadow monster. I had initially imagined this character as much more like, I'm a regular guy who just pretends to have uh, magical powers, but I know a bunch of stuff. Um, and now it's like, I'm a hard ass. So yeah, this guy doesn't, Merzad kind of doesn't flinch at Sundry doing this thing that's very grievous to himself. And he'll say, um, that wasn't one of your friends. That was something created by something dark and something evil. Yeah, I could tell. Sh- Smoking was- cigarettes. It was a shadow of your friend. We have to find these other locations. We have to make sure that we find them and the Lore Corporation doesn't. They're people who cannot be trusted with this power. You think if there's a shadow Darkblade that, uh, well, I mean, did they capture Darkblade? It was my friend in trouble or, uh, you know, are there other, other, other shadow copies floating around out there? I mean, what do you know about this? We have to assume that that's correct. So, what that that dark blade's captured somewhere in some dank hole, surrounded by other shadow monsters? No, that there are just more of these shadows, more of these, more of these copies. If there's a copy of your friend that was able to get this close and was able to be so real that you thought he was 
that you thought he was him through all of this, why would he be the only one? Mm. You think they all smoke cigarettes or they're all some other, you know, tell? And I think he looks down at the remains and he says, I think there's one tell. I think he'll kind of like look at the, the body of Darkblade as, uh, like I said, it's it's not decomposing. It's almost like it's melting, but uh, in the way that dry ice melts, where it's this kind of heavy, sitting smoke. And he'll say, he'll just look at it and say, this is demonic. This is something from hell. If there's one of these, there's more of them. So how do we kill this thing once and for all? And he'll say, well, you seem to have done it just fine right now. But this is just one arm of a hide. This is just one head of a hydra. This may not even be one head. This may merely be be an arm, be a finger. And honestly, I don't trust that if the Lore Corporation has this kind of power in its hands, it can resist the temptations that are going to be thrown at it. It's an institution with too many weak points. Honestly, the fact that I was able to infiltrate it is proof enough. Well, uh, I don't care for the lure core, but uh, I don't want to get fingered by some Hydra, and I, I reckon uh, Palmetto City doesn't deserve that either. So uh, we, should, we should see about putting this thing to rest once and for all. I think we need to find your friends. We need to get back together with them, and we need to find these other locations. I mean, reckon I could just call him. He kind of stares at you for a second, like as if he's going to say something very meaningful and like profound or like mystical. And he's like, yeah, fucking so could I just call him then. One of us should. <laughs> All right. So, so okay. get on that. Yeah, I think there is probably an issue of like my reception's real shitty for a little while, but you're able to get a hold of uh, someone at some point. Meanwhile, Darkblade and Ashton are standing around at the uh, at Natlock's well, and they looked off into the distance, and both of them, though their abilities are slightly different, can see that there's one of these lines. They can see this ley line that goes, and they know, to the Magnolia, um, the Magnolia Place Mansion. They can see another ley line that goes, for sure, to the, uh, the Swamp Mansion. And... Uh, then there's another one that goes to the Cypress Knolls Tower Gardens. So they, they see these spots, all right? They know these places, and they see these lines. There are other spots that they can kind of fo possibly follow. They're vague directions, but um, you guys are standing there wondering, are either of you real? Mm, yeah, interesting. Didn't Ash at least... Uh do the the cutting test to uh dark blade no oh, oh really we, i thought it, he did it was a dark, dark blade dark blade cut sundry and and he just was like ow you shithead and he bled oh damn i thought we we did the cut test no uh, we, we did it as a cliffhanger oh okay but wait Sundry's dead we already killed him yes you did and it was the real sundry yeah. too you guys are oh, going shit. to hell for your murder damn it <laughs> Now at this point, at you might as well kill just do wife. whatever. You yeah. might as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but no, yes, yeah, so you guys on, are. This will be on Lore Corp's uh, 
Lurker. In memoriam. Hair. Oh, the Lord are you Tyler in Perry? Memoriam. It's Lurker. Mural. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, Lurkerbs in Memoria. Um, yeah, the, you guys are have your standoff with one another. It's not really a standoff. It's just a cliffhanger, like you said, Alex, where the two of you are kind of standing there. You saw this thing that interrupted you. And then I think after you realize what all of these different ley lines are, you kind of look back at one another and realize we're in a situation where we don't know if either of us are real in finger quotes well we saw the well, dark blade the other ash uh, die right at least yes yeah, we but saw, there might be more he was clearly a demon he was clearly a demon so well, well we need to catch up we need to get to the mansion we yeah need, that was uh, the original plan uh we need to catch up with the others and let them know that there's these doppelgangers i mean we you just we've already dealt with two of them yeah, and these uh, are these are obviously demons. So, yes, yeah, so you do well, indeed know that it might be demons, but they certainly, uh, you know, it's it, it remains to be seen if they really believe that they're, uh, you know, who they appear to be. Like Sundry, basically, just uh, he he basically just killed himself. You know, we wouldn't. I don't know that. I don't know that we would have uh, been able to take him and he just not surrendered and he certainly helped us kill the other demon. So I, I think that they all really think that they're human. What do you think, Ash? Maybe. Uh, I, I just know this is definitely demonic. This has happened before in the past. I've read about it. But yeah, that's a really good question. Like this... Sundry double seemed uh I don't know, maybe it retained a little bit of him. He wanted to help us. I mean I think that much was clear. Either way, um we know where the demon uh I thought that I thought the demon was destroyed that was it Lorkerp. But I'm worried that what if they retained some of it? What if they're using that demon? Ash, what if they're using it to create these copies? What well, if it's coming way, from within? Well, I mean, that just is more reason for us to get to these ley lines and make sure they're secured. This is the last of the ley lines in the world, like in Palmetto City. Uh, so, I think the problem is, is that Lorecorp already has secured most of them. So we need to go to we need to get out to the mansion and make sure that um, this doesn't fall in their hands as well. Yeah, I agree. Let's get in this rental rap until for we, get until out we know otherwise. I mean, until we know otherwise. All right. Oh, you have a rap for sick, man. It's know. a rental. Toyota is a Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's so cool. Explurge a little for the. <laughs> oh wow, this one's got four by. Four. This is. Are they all four by four or just, hey, you know, uh, I, d I mean, it cost you extra. Razad actually paid for it for me, but you know, still I picked yeah. it out though. So it's still pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so Wilker calls and he's like, how much trunk space does that have? <laughs> a lot. You uh, can put the little hello? bungees up. Hello? It's really cool. The best part about this car <laughs> is that we don't get to hear Austin in the car because. Oh, I've been muted the whole time. You <laughs> <talked>. <laughs> 
I was like, we can keep going. This is fine. This this episode of the TV show was definitely sponsored by Rav4. Yeah. After the uh, Outback pulled out, you know. Yeah, they were like, I don't know how I feel about all this. <laughs> okay. So speaking of Merzad, um, Ashton, because again, I don't think we've dealt with it. Um, how is um, Merzad contacts you? How does he contact you um, in a way that is not calling you on the phone? Well, I was thinking you could do a callback to the the D&D weird sending stones that if you remember the picture you thought was ridiculous, so it might be too over the top and perhaps too magical. Do you know so you just, remember what I'm talking about? So you just have stones that like communicate with one another? Yeah, like if you're holding it, they like attune, each one attunes to a certain person. And if that person's holding it, then you can talk to the other person. Sure. What is that for Ashton and Merzad? I think you do. You could do a cool callback to the D and D thing where it's uh, it just looks like these. It's like a weird face that's talking. So it's like an ancient, weird, uh, magical artifact. So you have this stone that has like a like a um, a relief. Um, what is it called? It has like a silhouette relief on the stone. Oh, cool! Like yeah. a coin, and um, I think you you feel it get like warm or something like that as you're standing there with Darkblade and you can kind of reach in and when you hold it in your hand and look at it you see that the mouth like the it seems to move or seems to speak hmm. and um and it's Merzad it's Merzad's voice that kind of comes out of this this thing and he says like it says to you Ashton where are you yeah and I think I I do something I don't put my fist on it but I uh am able to communicate with it and I say uh uh I'm inspecting one of the. I don't know if we had a term for this, like the nodes, one of the, the seals. If you've, if you've, the sooner you find the rest of them, the better. Um, I can see on the map of Sipinophrius. You're right. The map of Sipinophrius has your. There's two points. There's a new point that's just, um, been revealed. Is that where you are? And you know you're not at the new point that's just been revealed. Uh, no, I was inspecting one of the others. And he'll say, like, uh, like, basically, like, like, come on, like, come on, give me your coordinates. Where are you? Yeah, I'll just, I don't know if this one had a name, but just like, at the well. We just um, had a run-in with a demon. And he'll kind of stop his talk about that. And he's like, what do you mean a running with a demon? Well, it's a long, well, I guess not that long, but there's a demon that looked just like me and one of my other teammates, but we dispatched them. So they're doppelgangers of some kind. Yeah, definitely de demonic though, based on how they deteriorate. And, and the book of, I am in wrath. As, as it said there, like they deteriorate in the same way. You need to make sure that these other locations are found by you and your team. And Ashton, make sure that everyone on your team you trust. Make sure everyone on your team is who you think is your team. Yeah, and I think he just narrows his eyes and nods like, yeah, hmm.
Welker, you're back in Lore Corporation headquarters. You see that, um, like, you've checked your kind of uh, secondary email, and you see that Bishop has had that thing moved. You arrive later to the headquarters than you thought you were going to, because why? He'd actually gone over to uh, Darkblade's house to, like, um, to talk to him, but he wasn't there. Okay. And were you were you suspicious of Darkblade of something, or were you wanting to key him in on no, some aspect? Because as far as I'm aware, A, Walker knows nothing about the, the body switching, and he doesn't even know that you guys have found all these notes. Like, to his mind, it's like, okay, we had a meeting today. Everyone showed up, which was a huge surprise to me. We're going to go on a big adventure looking for this stuff tomorrow. And so he was just wanted to go talk to well, like Darkblade, like maybe like patch things over. Okay, so maybe you got this, um, you got this email at some point during that, and you saw it on that secondary email. You found the thing, and you're like, all right, I better get back to the office to make sure all of this stuff goes well. And you discover that it's already occurred. Okay. Um. And yeah, so you're back at the office, and the office is basically empty. Okay. Yeah, um, I guess in the previous session, uh, Welker, not Welker, had gone back to the office under like this idea that like he wanted to keep an eye on things, um, you know, and keep an eye out for Bishop and that kind of stuff. So same thing here. Oh, you get you get an email that basically to that same email that's confirming like, oh, the package has been received. Yeah. And uh, maybe you call them to double check. Sure. And I mean, he's going to be confused. Like, he doesn't know why this package was leaving in the first place. Just yeah. Like other Walker wasn't. And the person you're talking to, I think, is like very confused about what's going on. And they're like, Mr. Welker? And we kind of annoyed. It's like, yes. Is there a problem? It's like, like uh, wait, hold on. Where, where are you calling from? It says you're calling from the office. And like, Welker would just wait. Because he feels like there's nothing he needs to say to such an obvious statement. And I think the person is so they're like, Mr. Welker? Is there an issue I need to be made aware of? And then I think uh, we'll kind of just to fast forward it, like you'll hear you'll hear some kind of sh like some commotion and you'll say the person on the other line will say like, well, wait a minute, you're hold on. Let me switch you through to the radio. And so then like, it's radio sounds. Mr. Welker? Still Mr. Welker. Wait, where are you? And he'll, he'll, he'll just like playing along. I'm in my office. I'm going to need you to confirm. And they, they send out some like um, confirmation thing to like send it to the office. Okay. That basically is like, oh, I'm sending this to this like stationary office computer. Could you tell me what this thing says? Sure. And so already that is like a crazy red flag. Okay. Yeah, he'll, he'll. He'll play along. Wait a minute. There's someone here saying they're you. And Walker will say, that's an imposter. You hear like, you hear um, that kind of commotion. And from the other end, you can't really hear what's going on since like, that's not how radios work. Um, but soon afterwards, like there's a silence for a while for maybe like four or five minutes. And then you hear Bishop get on the line. And you're like, Welker. Bishop, what? what's the issue? Someone, someone used my clearance? There's a security breach. We have to move this location. 
There's an imposter pretending to be not only you, but several other people from that facility. Graber, Gray, they're compromised. And Walker will say, hold on, are we talking uh, disguises or, or worse? Best fucking disguises I've ever seen. And he'll say, um, uh, well, Bishop, I'd love to help you uh, with your operation. But seeing as how I didn't even know it was happening until I checked, you know, like read like the secondary like bullshit email address it went to, um, until I checked that, um, I don't I don't even know where the asset is right now. Maybe it's best that you don't, given this. Listen, I'll keep you informed as best I can. I think he just hangs up. All right. Do I know where they are? I think you can do some digging to figure that out. This seems like an investigative mystery role. If you're like okay. trying to piece everything, if you're willing to hang out at the office and like try to piece everything together that you can pull up excuse me, from Lore Corporation files. So the email didn't say where they were. No, I don't think it did. I think okay, the well, message that went to those other folks like that came way later gave them the heads up of the location. So it seems to me like, it seems like Walker's being kept in the dark by Bishop again, and something has gone wrong, and he doesn't want to tell him what it is, and it has something to do with me. So I guess, um, maybe he could just go looking for his team. I think maybe he could use some backup on this. Speaking of which, Sundry, you and Merzad are in your truck, and um, you're finally able to get Ashton on the phone. So he puts away this coin, takes out his phone. Ashton, it's Sundra Charms. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. W uh, where are you? Uh, I'm in a truck. I'm I'm driving back to town from uh, from that spooky mansion y'all told us about. The All right. Swamp. I'm with Mirzad. Yeah, we met. Oh, okay. I got some alarming news for you. Uh, there was a copy of Dark Blade, a real shadow type. Uh, we we had to put him down. But uh, just want to tell you guys that uh, people may not be what they seem. Well, yeah, we, we had a run in with you and me, too. Wait, what? All right. I, I mean, another you and another. You know what I mean? Well, shit. I hope you're all right. I, I think uh, Ash did get like injured in some way. So he's like looks down at his like bleeding wound. He's like, oh, I've been better. But you're at this uh the swamp place? No, we're driving the well, we're driving back to town. Where where can we meet you? Alright. And then uh maybe he puts his, you know, phone down, looks at Dark Blade, just like, alright, well I guess Mirzad and Sundry have secured this uh swamp place. And he maybe he does a like a face, like, wait a second, and look goes back to Sundry like, Hold on, um how sure are you that that's Mirzad? Um, I ain't sure at all. And uh Sundry will not too subtly look over at Mirzad. And uh Here's a question. Did he just have a was he just holding a coin? Or a stone? Was he? Nope. He was just sitting in the car with you. Uh uh. That's not Mirzad. So Sundry already suspected that this wasn't Mirzad because Mirzad refused to shake his hand. What kind of a real man <laughs> uses to shake another man's hand? Uh, 
So, can I read a bad situation here? Absolutely. I rolled a four. All right, you rolled a four. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was like, if you get a six, maybe I could help you, but yeah, four is not going to help. <laughs> Alex, could you make me a defy danger roll? Yes, I can. Here we go. Oh, he's got one of them. Got an eight. So it's, he got an okay. eight. Where is this? I can't find it. Act under pressure. Yeah, there you go. You got an eight. All right. Sundry, as you're driving and you realize this and you like look at Merzad and Merzad kind of just looks at you like, yes, you barely have time to slam on the brakes before you smash into Darkblade 69, who is just oh, no. like in the road and he's covered in mud. Um, Not again. Yeah. I think you have to swerve out of the way. And you just fucking wrap this truck around a tree. No, not the truck. Yeah. And so you're like, whoa, okay, I didn't hit Dark Blade. And um, you like smash into this tree and like the scene goes black for a minute. And then it fades back in and it's Sundry like, like kind of pulling himself together at the wheel of the truck. And um, this Merzot, like Merzot has flown through the windshield. And Darkblade, you're running up to this truck and you see a man who you've only met via like teleconference has been thrown through the window. Oh, shit. And um, but Sundry's still inside the inside the truck. All right. He's going to take a long he's going to take a long drag on his vape and then and then start trying to pry the door open to get sundry out of there yeah i think you i think you can do that it's you've got the time and uh yeah sundry you eventually kind of come to and uh dark blade is is pulling you out of this truck and ash you ashton wake you were up. on the wake you, up okay i'm sorry yeah sundry wake up wait dark blade the hell are you doing here Oh my god, man. The, you, you alright? I saw you in the middle of the road, covered in mud. What, what are you doing out here? Uh, what am I doing out here, Austin? I think that um, you had seen that this line went in this direction and just on your own went to investigate. It just took you longer to get out here. And, okay. um, oh, you had run into... Uh, I think just did not have you on too like crazy a thing. You had run into what you thought was a uh, a person you thought was Ashton, and they had explained to you like, "Oh, this is this location." And then in the middle of that, they suddenly tried to kill you, and you had to like, you had to escape them. I ran into uh, evil Ash, and uh, oh, Ash is mean man. Tried to kill me. I was just following. I was just following. I just. I just see where everything is connected, man. I see where all the lines go. They go in this direction, man. <laughs> I I hear you, son. Uh, I've, wrote, I've had my share of run-ins today. Um, listen, uh, you got to smoke. Oh, yeah, buddy. Here you go, man. Darkblade goes into his vest and he retrieves Austin. Are they clothes or are they sick or are they something else? Gonna, um, it, should I roll it, something for that? Well, you just said he was vaping, but yeah, we can have we can have you pull out. You're like, hold on, here's these bally high dope cloves. They are so. Good. Oh, and they are cloves. Yeah. Yeah, and they're definitely not lit by James Dean's lighter. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nicknamed Jimmy. <laughs> the sausage boy. Any chance I can, like, uh, read a bad situation or investigate a mystery here? Or is that, like, too duplicative of what just happened? Um, I think that might be, like, too... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, because I think, like, as you guys kind of... As Darkblade helps you out of the truck and yeah. you're kind of just phased, so, you're not necessarily hurt, per se, because yeah, this once is a Once he show. sees the clothes, he'll just be like, thanks, buddy, help me up. We gotta see to this Merzad fella. And when you guys look over there, you see that he's like, oh, he's landed on a, um, do you know what a cypress knee is? Yes. So cypress trees grow, but then their roots grow out and up and sometimes form additional trees. Um, but mostly they're just these little knees. So they're these spikes that grow up in kind of a swampy area. So this guy flew out of the car and he just landed on this thing. It was just impaled. And you look over there and just smoke is billowing out of him. Oh, man. We walk over to him, hear hear what he has to say. Um, sure, yeah. I was assuming he's dead, but this sounds great that he's still alive. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> I figured you might be one of them smoke bags when you refuse to shake my hand. You got any last words? Oh. Oh, this is definitely. <laughs> Not good. This is bad. Uh, those... Uh, those runes, you don't... They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Got a lot of balls to come over here and fool us, demon. They, gee, they're the demon. Oh, and I think he dies. Well, that was awful troubling. Seems like this guy's not the demon. I don't know. Can we watch him decompose like we watch Dark Blade decompose? Yeah, if you guys stay there for maybe like 20 minutes, that same thing happens that um, Ashton and Dark Blade had seen with uh, the Ash and Sundry shadow versions where the body seems to over the course of 10 or 15 minutes kind of decompose and turn into a skeleton and the skeleton then in a way of like crumbling, disintegrating chitin falls apart to the point where there's eventually just nothing there. But standing there require standing there watching that whole process requires like 45 minutes to an hour. I mean, he's got no car right now, so... Yeah, you guys got nothing but time, baby. He'll, he'll maybe be calling Ash to have, get a ride back. Ashton, midway through that conversation, after you asked, like, hey, was he just talking on a stone to you? Um, you yeah, like you just hear this, something? like, absolute terrifying, like, like a, like a crazy noise and a crash and just silence. Yeah, and uh, I assume we were, like, maybe we're just standing outside this rad force. And yeah. You get the good advertiser shot of it. And he just looks at Dark Blade and just, like, we gotta go to this uh, swamp mansion. Yeah, it's so fast and reliable. Let's get in. Yeah, wow. Or is this cloth or is this um, is this leather? I can't even tell the difference. <laughs> this is not. It's, it's well, it feels yeah. like silk. It feels like genuine leather, but it's Naga hide, so it's extra stain resistant. Yeah, and I think we. I think. Uh, I think the plan is just speed off over there. Welker, who is it that you contact? You contact Sundry. Yep. All right, awesome. So, Sundry, meanwhile, 
you and Darkblade are um, watching this body. It's just kind of decomposed, or it's in the, still in the process of decomposing. It's like you see all the smoke and you see this chitinous, weird skeleton um, sitting there as you guys are watching it. And uh, your phone rings. It also bleeps that it's like roaming, very low bars. Uh oh. Yeah, you can't answer. You can't afford to answer. Yeah, you're yeah. like, shit. No, I, I like to live dangerous. I'm gonna I already maxed out my data plan. One. I don't know what this here is going to do. No. Uh, Welker will say, Mr. Charms? Hey, Welker. He'll say, um, look, I know I said we'd start our search tomorrow. Um, I, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm just calling you spooked, but truth is I am spooked. And Lorcor is moving faster than... Uh, Lorcor's moving pretty fast, and well, I know that we're supposed to be the ones doing the moving for them, but looks like this train's already left the station. I think we need to talk to the team. Uh, look, pal, I'm having a bit of a rough day. I already killed two smoke demons, and uh, uh, the day ain't half barely done. Walker just says, smoke demons? Yeah, they uh, inhabit the forms of the people you love the most, and uh, sound and look exactly like them uh, and uh, sometimes they're Frenchmen who don't shake your hand properly <laughs> he's a uh, Hank Hill don't give me that Frenchman's wave Bobby Walker would be like well that's and he says oh oh no well whatever it is you're dealing with it sounds like Lorcorp's dealing with them as well and it sounds like I am too because they that they had to deal with a second Welker, supposedly. Listen, I think we need to get the team together. Look, it we gets so wait. much worse. How, how I wreck, much worse? I wrecked my truck. Let's mm. say, Mr. Charms, I'm so Too bad you weren't driving a, a RAV4 because those things have roll bars. They've got steel beams in all the right places. I mean, you can't wrap those things. Is that Mr. Blade? Is he there with you? Yeah, but he don't know when to, when to shut up. I'll say, listen, Sanjay, I'm so, Mr. Charms, I'm so sorry. We'll get you a company car the next opportunity. Tomorrow, we'll put the paperwork in. No problem. And Dark and Darkblade, you just had to kick, uh, from your understanding, you just had to kick Ashton's ass um, and either escape or just straight up kill him. You can tell me. Did I escape or kill him? Yeah, you either had to, like, fight, and, fight Ashton, who attacked you out of nowhere, and mm -hmm. either you escaped... Or you just straight up killed him. I killed him. Okay. So yeah, you killed him, and then um, he turned into smoke like this guy. So this is like, oh, this is the second time you've seen this tonight. I don't know if you want to bring that up to anybody. You're muted. No, I, I killed an Ashton, an Ash, and um, watched him, watched him wither. He fucking he came at me with his sword, and uh, you know I. I, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to, but man, I, I had to. I just, I had to do it, you know. And Walker will say, like, he's just confused. He says, like, well, it sounds like you did what you had to do, Mr. Blade. He says, listen. I had to do it. <laughs> he, like, agrees. He says, for sure. I, I, I don't know what you else didn't you could have done. leave me any other choice. He'll say, listen, Mr. Blade, Mr. Charms, where are you? We all love Ash. Uh, we're on, uh... Oh, sorry. 
Sorry, Darkblade. Uh, I like the idea also that Sundry's on the phone and Darkblade's just yelling loud <laughs> enough where he can be heard clearly. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Blade. I, uh, I know you weren't finished whining yet. Uh, Are you telling me that Mr. Mr. Green is dead? No. Uh, only people I know that died so far are these smoke creatures. Including one, uh, one uh, Mr. Darkblade69 just a couple hours ago. Dispatched by my own hand. Sorry, yeah, pal. And he looks at uh, Darkblade. <sighs> well, I'm sorry you had to, sorry you had to deal with that. But well, he was smoking you. cigarettes, and that's how I knew. Was oh, this give you cancer? Yeah, well, it's the first time in your life you found out uh, clove cigarettes. They actually save lives. <laughs> I'll smoke one to that. <laughs> uh, Mr. Welker, if you get out here, we're at uh, uh, State Road 64, uh, mile marker 189. Just about. You'll, yeah, you you'll see, know because uh, you'll find my dang truck wrapping around a tree over here. Walker will say, uh, "I'll I'll be there as soon as I can." It's nighttime. We see Sundry and Darkblade looking down at the body of Mirzad. No, wait, wait. They're not looking down at the body of Mirzad. They're looking down at something. And you're not sure what it is. And the camera pans in close on Sundry's face. And he goes, tragic, ain't it? And then it pans over to Welker. Uh, and he says, real shame. Oh, and then it pans out and we see Sundry's truck. Yeah, so Welker's already joined uh, Sundry and Darkblade. And they're, these guys are they are kind of down a road off the main highway for a bit. Um, but yeah, this truck, it ain't looking good. It could maybe be fixed, but the word maybe is really underlined in that sentence. Uh, Walker will like slap him on the back and say, we'll have you in a company truck in no time. Oh, uh, I don't know. Me and this truck, we've been through some shit. Well, but are the company trucks, uh, Toyota per chance? They're they have quite a selection of options. Um, not just the RAV4, but also the Tacoma. Well, so, this is supposed to be. You know, that's of... probably more Sundry speed is the Tacoma. I was idiot thinking of RAV4. Sundry can't, can't see him on RAV4. Well, we, we that's can, not we country. Under wraps, but the company actually has access to the RAV5. Whoa! And we see the visible jizz marks in everyone's pants. Yeah. Um, I know you, I know you all trying to make light of a bad situation, but uh, I reckon it best just be silent about this. That's fair. Sundry will like go through the back of his truck and fish out his giant harpoon. Yeah, you got a harpoon. You got maybe some like fishing, like a tackle box and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, unless we're gonna say Ashton meets up with you guys, uh, like out in the like on the side of the highway, which we could. Where's Where's the game plan to go next? I think it makes sense that he runs into us there, but maybe there's like a few minutes to just walk around Darkblade and uh, Sundry. Sure. Yeah, that that's 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 perfect. So I guess so, Sundry will say like, look, uh, none of us can be sure that we are who we say we are. And uh, I already killed one Darkblade today. And uh, that French guy over there who I just met for the first time uh, didn't care for him. 
but uh, we got to find some way of uh, making sure that we are us and not uh, these shadow monsters. <sighs> and Darkblade will start looking around, trying to use his sense magic ability. Is that something you have to roll for? Um, he has the sight. You can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences. You may communicate with, even make deals with the spirits you see. And they give you opportunities to spot clues when you investigate a mystery. And also hunches. I have hunches. When something's bad is about to happen, I can get there. Ooh. Okay, you know what? I think that you oh, can... I, through, I have the same ability. I think through cool. communing with some of the spirits connected to this um, swamp house, this like place of power, you could just investigate a mystery if you want. And you can get some in information from them that maybe you couldn't get otherwise. Okay. So it's plus sharp. I got a 13. 13. So it's an okay roll, I guess. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so sure you enough. get two of those questions. What are your two investigative mystery questions? My two investigative mystery questions are two. Um, give me one second. They are investigating mystery. Hold two. Um, okay, Wait so a it's minute. about the I'm creature. Just, I'm just I'm just looking at these what questions. What is being concealed here? I'm just looking at these questions, and inherently some of these questions are going to change mm -hmm. asking to asking. Yeah, so I'm going to just ask you who here is a shadow demon? Or who here is a who here is not who they appear to be? Since I, I rolled over a 12, I get to ask you my own question. Do you? Yeah, yeah check it out. On, on, on Investigative Mystery? Advanced on a 12 plus, you may ask the keeper any question you want about the mystery, not just the listed ones. Okay. So on a 12 plus, so you're asking who here is a shat, who's here a, like some kind of shadow who demon doppelganger? Who seem to be. Yeah. Among, sure. among Welker and Sundry? Is that the question you want to ask? No, I'll ask that specifically you about Welker. How about that? Um. Okay. So the answer is no, he is not. All right, guys. Um, well, I, after a really like long introspective period of time, Dark Blade has like been pulling and dragging so long in one clove cigarette. Like you guys could smell it. You're like, is someone making chai tea? Well, um, what's that smell? Is that Indian food? And then like he lets out a big, just like starts gagging on his, on this um, on the smoke that's all billowing out. And he's he's looking particularly welker, and he says, "Yep, yep, yeah, all right, yep. We're all no one's fake here. No one's fake because being fake's pretty dumb. Certainly, Mister Welker isn't fake. I appreciate the vote of confidence, Mister Blade. Oh, I can tell. I can see right down. I can see you." buddy you're not fake at all you're a you're a hardcore sociopath that's what you are oh we all see you 
I'd be surprised if a demon could even copy you because you don't have a soul. <laughs> I forgot. Oh. I forgot that there's all this animosity between these two. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he was like about to like be like, "Oh, things are back to normal." Never mind. I was looking, uh, just you know, making sure that you weren't a demon, but hoping that I could can kill that demon that looks like you, Welker. But nope, it's just you, normal Welker. It sounds like that'd be cathartic for you. Yeah. Uh. It's well, it wouldn't bring back my 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 dad angel, but yeah, I said this is a it's a strange way to repay someone who saved your life. <laughs> saved my life. More like eradicated magic from the world, Welker. He'll say, uh, "I think there's more than enough magic to go around as it is." He like point like the the corpse in the ground. He says, "Listen, yeah, I didn't want like that to happen, magic. Matlock, but but Matlock wasn't on my team. You are." You are the most important thing to me. And you like like taking charms too. It's like all of you are. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm I'm sure Darkblade does too. Uh, for what it's worth, guys, uh, I already killed a Darkblade today. So unless there's multiple of these things, uh, uh, I'm looking at the real deal. I'm sure. And he's smoking closed cigarettes. The other the other one was just smoking regular cigarettes, and that's a that's a plain giveaway right there. Uh, Welker, uh, can't speak for you, unfortunately, but uh, uh, I was just on the phone with Ash, and they said that they killed another, or he said that he killed another one of me. I do have two more questions for you, Austin. Go for it. On my investigative mystery role, uh, I have two other, I didn't, real, I, re, I didn't realize that I got both the advanced move plus the other two. So, what, um, where did this creature go, is another question about the mystery. I'm gonna ask you where did it go, and um, uh, what was it going to do? Oh, this part's easy, and I can just kick this shit. I can kick, I can kick your dick off, baby. Um, yeah, I think Darkblade looks at the ley lines, and he can kind of look back at this um, this swamp manta uh, mantation. Mantation is mansion plus plantation, and also Joe Mantania. You combine those three things and you get a mantation. So Darkblade looks back at this uh, swamp mansion that's sinking into the bayou, and um, he sees that that's one of these points. He can tell that that's one of the points. The Cypress Knowles Tower Gardens is one of the points, that the Magnolia Place Mansion is one of the points, and that Matlock's Well is one of the points. And he can kind of narrow down his vision and tell that there's another point. And he's like, okay, I can't narrow it down to an exact like laser beam of where it is, but I can narrow it down enough where I can get an idea. And you're like, okay, it would be in this area. Oh, wait, that area is so big because of course that area is where the Palm World's Fairgrounds is. Oh the premier attraction of Palmetto City. And that's not too far away from the Waffle House either. Hmm. We always got together over waffles. That's for sure. So, yeah, you can tell, like, this is where, like, something is there. Was what it just did, the Palm Fairgrounds? 
The Palm World Fairgrounds. Was a president ever assassinated there? No, but you know what the Palm World Fairgrounds are, both Ashton and Darkblade. Why you see the Palm World Fairgrounds. Um, built in the 1920s as a cheap amusement park, it has endured as an inexpensive competitor to the big theme parks of Central Florida. It's essentially a year-round state fair. About 60% of the attractions, rides, and exhibits are rotating, meaning that if you come back in three months, a good chunk, good luck, Chuck, a good chunk of it will be different. So, come one, come all, bring the kids. It's just a fraction of the price of going to go see the mouse. Am I right? It's all here at Palmetto City. Come on down. So I think like the big um, like theme park aspect of this is there's just essentially a year round state fair, basically, but that's privately owned, but they change out a lot of the stuff pretty regularly. And whereas going to Disney World or that kind of stuff is like, oh, this is going to be a hundred bucks per person. This is like, oh, it's $40. Like it's like way less expensive and it changes constantly so people can more affordably come here i love this a lot of potential will be terrifying so was this the the dark blade that's with ash that kind of figured this out nope this is the dark blade that is with sundry and welker gotcha so yeah so that's you see that like you've narrowed down kind of this this line this ley line that you can see and while you haven't narrowed it down to a laser point where you can figure out exactly where it stops you figure out it goes in this direction and the biggest thing in that direction is the palm world fairgrounds it has to be that so like think to yourself like all right a meteorite is landing on an island near indonesia it's like well you're probably going to guess australia because it is by far the largest of the islands in the area and so we we initially um, we're told that there's going to be three to five of these sites, right? So mm -hmm. this is the fifth one, theoretically, that well, you know the last. Well, you know, uh, Chris uh, Knowles, Tower Gardens, that's got one. Magnolia Mansion, Matlock's Will, got Swamp Mansion, and now Palm Four. World uh, Creepy Park. Palm World, uh, Palm World <laughs> Fairgrounds. Yeah. Dark Blade, you got a second question. What was it going to do? you can feel these ley lines and now that enough of them have been activated and you can sense enough of where they are, you can feel this and you realize that these ley lines that kind of intersect at points here. And based on what uh, maybe Ashton had said, it intersects with other spots around the world. This is just the one, this is just one impact point among a, bunch of different kind of fracture points that seem to be all over and you can feel that like you you can barely sense them but you can tell that this these these cracks run deep and if this is completed um in the way it can be this won't unleash an uh an unlimited source of power it'll fracture the reality between our world and something terrifying it will open up a whole a portal, a gate, a hole to hell. So Darkblade, you realize, yeah, this is going to open up a thing to hell, essentially. And um, I think you're in this like, like phase when uh, Ashton pulls up in his RAV4 with uh, Darkblade. Ashton, you and Darkblade have been driving around. You had been having that conversation. Um, in the early part of that conversation, you talked to... Um, you and got Ash, uh, 
Ashton, you and Darkblade have been driving to this spot where Sundry said he was. You'd been having that conversation with that coin earlier. You hadn't been able to get a hold of Sundry for a while. And you're able to find the area where you think they should be. Able to turn off of the main uh, highway. And there it is. That's shot. <laughs> yeah. Darkblade immediately fires from his shotgun. <laughs> At the, the passenger seat where he sees yeah. the dark blade. Just immediately. Dark blade, it's all shooting the shotguns. <laughs> Each dark blade more defenseless than the last. <laughs> Each one screaming about George Soros louder than the other. So, Ash, as you kind of slowly drive your car, slowly. Oh, it's no car, it's a RAV4. As you slowly drive the RAV4 off of the main highway onto this dirt road. It's swampy. It's muddy. Um, thank God it's December, so it's not as wet as it might normally be. And you kind of pull forward, and eventually the lights hit on like um, like a fucked up truck that's just wrapped around a tree. And as you're kind of like slowly parking the car, you see Welker standing there looking at you. You see Sundry standing there. He's holding the harpoon, and he's looking at you. And then... Um, Ashton and Darkblade, you're sitting in this RAV4, and what do you finally see as the lights illuminate another Darkblade, and he's um, he's got maybe his back to you guys, and he's kind of looking back at the Swamp Mansion, and he's kind of doing uh, the minority report thing of like, whoa, it's all coming together. <laughs> so yeah, Darkblade uh, and Ashton, what the fuck is your response to that situation? Blast him. <laughs> you're going to blast him? All right. Yeah, Darkblade's gonna. Uh, yeah, he's gonna lean out the window with a shotgun and shoot the other Darkblade. Okay. Uh, could you make a act under pressure move for me? So I got an eight again. You got an eight. Okay. Um, so what are some suggestions on this? So on a seven to nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. So I think that Darkblade maybe stands up. And uh, like leans out the kind of out the side, out the door, and just blasts uh, the dark blade that he sees standing near the the fucked up truck doing the minority report thing. Just shoots him. Ton of this buckshot just smashes through the windshield. And um, oh no, it doesn't smash through the windshield. It just destroys one of the tires. And nobody here knows how to change it. So. Yeah, no, nobody knows how to change nobody. a tire. Um, but it just like totally destroys one of the tires and you probably have a donut, but you're like, do I want to drive on a donut? Um, of, uh, of Sundry's truck of Welker's car. Well, tr Sundry's truck is wrapped around a tree. Oh, gotcha. It's a, yeah. Of I was Welker's like, car. why is that of significance? That makes way more sense. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm, I'm on the same page now. Um, oh no. It, an easier thing rather than that to really, really ha hammer things home. It just, uh, the other dark blade was standing near enough to just the hood of the vehicle and just some of this buckshot flies into like through the hood of the car and you just hear like popping noises and hissing noises from the inside of the car that's still probably oh it's still running and so you hear that and like steam and smoke comes up from it as like oh shit some hoses and other shit got mangled in there that dark blade gets hit by this uh buckshot and welker and sundry as you guys are standing, you see Ashton's Rav Four pull up, and then you just see Darkblade pop out and shoot the like another version of Darkblade pop out of that truck or out of that Rav Four, sweet Rav Four, and 
blast the Darkblade you've just been talking to, and you just see blood fly out of him as he gets knocked over. <laughs> Jesus. Um, How many Darkblades are we going to have to kill today? Yeah, Darkblade that just got knocked down. What the fuck just happened? He's not leaking smoke or anything? No, he's yeah, just nice. bleeding. Okay, I'll just haul off and like hurl my uh, harpoon at the guy who shot him. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Go ahead and roll uh, kick some ass. I got an 11, and I've advanced that move, but I don't think that does anything. It here. has to be 12 plus, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so yes, yeah, so you get to pick one of those options. I inflict terrible harm. Uh, All right, and I, I have a couple modifiers here that make it even worse. Uh, when I when oh, I inflict uh, harm, I inflict plus one harm. The d <laughs> so that's a total of five harm, and it smites him. It's the Lightbringer taking if down he's, the if, dark blade. If he's a shadow demon, it would it would count as a, his weakness. Okay. It crucifies well. the nearest tree. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was about to say. Oh, <laughs> since you were. <laughs> I was about to say, since you're one off from 12, I could try to help you to get the 12. But if one of your options is smiting, I, you probably don't need it, actually. Depends well, how you hold these guys. Um, hmm. That could be interesting. What were you thinking of doing? And Lee, would you want him to help you? <laughs> yeah, I got a clear one here that I would pick, which is okay. just your attack inflicts double the normal harm. Yeah, what uh, what's what's Ashton's uh, method of dealing with this? Um, so I think if if he's able to see that uh, <laughs> the dark blade that was shot is like you know, there's like blood splattered across this windshield too, mm -hmm. um, maybe he's you know his reaction is to kind of turn the um, car like sharply the Rav Four sorry, mm -hmm. um, and then just try to uh, like kick him out, so like push him out the the window or the door or something. Mm -hmm. Said he's got a sundry's got a better shot, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, so you're trying to just kind of like turn the thing and kick him out so that he's yeah, even like, more like, whoa, and opened up and sundry could just harpoon him. Yeah, like use the momentum to, oh, maybe he had the window out, so he's, or the window down, obviously, to shoot, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's going to try to do that sharp, uh, I don't, what's that called? Like, a, there's a term for that. Uh, like Fast and Furious style, like, like Tokyo oh, Drift. Turn? Yeah, there we go. Um, to make him hopefully fly out this window. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead and roll that. Roll plus cool. All right. And I get a 10. All right. Cool. So, yeah, so you make that roll. You kick uh, Darkblade out, like you said. And um, Sundry, now your roll is a 12. <laughs> and what does that do mechanically again? It just doubles the damage, so it goes from 5 harm to 10 harm. Okay, so you Got just it. twice as angry at this person. Yeah, what is what what does it look like before we see whether or not this is uh, a real dark blade or not? So I I think that it would utterly kill <laughs> Shadow Dark Blade or regular Dark Blade. Oh, absolutely, it would. <laughs> unless unless regular Dark Blade spends a luck point, in which case this just wouldn't happen. But here's what I think happens: um, Ashton kicks him out of the car. And so, and so Darkblade is sort of falling toward um, where Sundry is throwing from. Absolutely. And so Sundry's harpoon just like kind of 
hits him in the head or the mouth, and it just splinters all the way through his body. Oh, so Sundry just holds the thing out? Or does he no, actually throw no, it? No, like, Sundry throws it, but it just, when it hits him, it just sort of, like, cuts him in half down the middle of his body. It's a Mortal Kombat fatality move. Okay, yeah, so, it, like, it, it fucking puts him like a pig on a spit, almost. Um, yeah, so you see that um, as Sundry whips this thing and uh, does it, like, land into the ground, into a tree, into the side of the RAV4? Into the side of the RAV4, definitely. Into the side of the RAV4, and Ashton jams on the brakes to stop, and we see this, like, barely twitching body of Darkblade, um, and we look back to see the shot body of Darkblade, and he rolls over, and he's like, Ugh. and um, And then we look back at the body of Darkblade, just absolutely skewered like a pig on a spit on this uh, on this Rev Four as the thing is like back the head of the harpoon is bashed into the fender or jammed into the fender of this thing, and um, we see there's just blood and gore dripping out of him. Oh, can he spend a luck point, or is it too late? Uh, no, it, you're 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 good. Uh, the dark blade. We we see that for a second, and we look over at him. And maybe you guys kind of like approach and you just like kind of seen as like he can't speak. This thing is like gone through his mouth and his throat and like out his back. And he tries to talk for a second. Alex, what noise does that make? So, uh... <laughs> yeah. And you guys really familiar with uh, Darkblade know that he's talking about lizard people and George Soros. Um, uh, yeah, he's talking about... He's like, I looked it up on Breitbart. Ugh. He just is still, and then you see his eyes roll back. And there's like this tense moment for a second. Until eventually this blood that's pouring out of him just turns to smoke. Oof. Darkly, like, oh, How'd you know, Sundry? How could yeah. you tell? And that, and that Darkblade has definitely taken three harm. Because he just got shot. He just got Benghazi. Sundry, yeah. how could you tell? How could well, you he, tell who the right one was? He, he was shooting at us, and you'd never shoot at an innocent person. <laughs> oh, wait, uh. shit. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what are you uh well true that was that was good aim there sundry thanks for having my back you know that i you know i would you know there's no such thing as an innocent wear panther (laughs) well i'm just glad it all worked out maybe put this uh get his harpoon cleaned up walker will say what the hell is happening how many dark blades have you killed today? Well, this makes number two, uh, but I'll tell you what. Uh, fam, went one way for sure, figuring out these smoke demons. Hey, look at it. He says by impaling them head to toe. Yeah, you skewer them head to toe, and uh, that's how you know. Look, will shake his head and say, "How do we know we aren't smoke demons?" Well, I certainly don't feel like a smoke demon. I don't feel like a smoke demon. 
I mean, the clues I found so far is uh, the first Dark Blade. Uh, he was smoking cigarettes, and so uh, you know, Dark Blade never smoked cigarettes, so I harpooned him. And uh, and uh, second clue is uh, Mirzad and his weak handshake. So uh, it must be one of those things, either smoking cigarettes or a weak handshake. So we're looking for minor personality yeah. flaws. And, and Sundry will put out his hand. <laughs> You'll like back away from it. Like, nope. Don't want to while, try and pass while, the like, test. While like wrenching out the harpoon with his <laughs> with his left hand. Wilker <laughs> uh, okay, will say, um, look, whatever the hell is going on, um, I don't think it should come as any surprise to you people to you, to you men that Lore is either onto it or has something to do with it. I was just talking to Bishop, and he said he killed one of these. You know, like point to the, the smoking dark blade of me, and he and he said in the same breath that that meant we needed to move the artifact we got from the tower out of that location. So they must be related. He says clearly you folks have been busy tonight, with like sort of like a hint of like accusation in his voice. Who'd you say told you that though, Bishop? How'd you know that was Bishop? Say, there were a few people on the line. I, I can only assume, you'll say, you know what? I don't know anything anymore. But that's what it sounded like to me. I'll say, hell, how do I know that wasn't the real Welker? You know, like, poke at himself, shrug. <laughs> Harp, uh, uh, Sundry will sort of like just gesture a little bit with his harpoon. <laughs> uh, I don't mean to... You know, maybe make the best of a bad situation here, but uh, we got all these uh, shadow folk marching about, lurkors on the ropes. Maybe now's the time to, uh, you know, uh, get out from under their yoke. Set set some of our past grievances to rights. Reckon uh, we got more than a few. Uh, Debts to pay. Whatever you think of Lorcorp, hell, whatever you think of me, I'm sure it's probably deserved. I'm sure it is deserved. Uh, what matters now is if we're going to solve this for the good of either the company or the city or our friends or our loved ones, it seems like doing what Bishop or Shadow Bishop told me and getting that crystal out of there is the way to go unless you guys have found anything else because that's the extent of my knowledge of this situation what is it that Merzad said about like he said something similar to what shadow sundry said right like he was saying how lurker just wants these things lurker can't be trusted but also like he said something about like the importance of them coming through you're muted sorry you have to find those other locations yeah, uh, that Shadow Mirzad seemed to be obsessed with us finding these other uh, leyline things. I don't know if that rings a bell with you. He says, well, of course, in the briefing I gave this afternoon, uh, we discussed that we need to find them all. Have you? How many have you Have you all found tonight? Well, I went to the Swamp Bench, and that was one of them. Well, that ash I ran into with a sword. Let's say uh, the briefing I was given said that there were, correct me if I'm wrong, Austin, the briefing I was given told me that there were five or more and that we knew the location of three. Mm -hmm. 
So we got two, the well, um, the the swamp thing, and uh, I guess the third is the tower. And presumably wherever this crystal is, uh, it seems to be inextricably linked to this situation. Bishop, Bishop was panicked when he, when he said that. So I'm going to take some creative liberty and tell um, Darkblade at least, and if other people can maybe hear this, I'll tell them as well, that Darkblade, you can see some of the, you can feel and see some of the spirits in this area, giving you clues to the information the other Darkblade just found out. No, you're the real Darkblade who got shot. You know yeah, this shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, let me rephrase this. Darkblade, you know of an additional location. You just found that out. Well, I think we should start at the famous Palmetto City World Fair. I think that there's more than meets the eye. We should really try to, uh, you know, secure these places. The best way to do it would probably be a split up. Maybe a uh, Darkblade. Uh, maybe you and I should go to this. Uh, what the the Palm World Fair? You said. How are we going to split up when half of people around are, are shadow monsters? That's a terrible idea. There's shadow monsters all around us trying to get to them, and we better make sure that we can get the get to them first. I mean, just give us a call when you're there. Sandra just, like, narrows his eyes and looks at Ash, like, really scrutinizingly. Walker will say, well, splitting up or not splitting up aside, is there anything we could actually do about the situation just from finding one of these locations that would be more important then moving that crystal, which seems to have seems to be tied to this. This is bigger than the Clintons. This is bigger than Benghazi. This is bigger than this is bigger than the last mayoral Pizzagate election. Yeah. It's bigger than Pizza Rat. Hell is opening up. A portal to hell. And it takes more than just a couple of these places where it's you know the world famous world fair it's an undiscovered ley line place with stinking of old magic we've got to secure it sundry were you trying to make a roll earlier when you narrowed your eyes at uh, ash and tried to figure uh, like stared at him uh yeah i guess he's trying to read a bad situation sounds about right go for it total of 5 total of 5 all right well I think this works out pretty damn well. We hop away from you guys and we see we see Jessica Lore and she says like good. Make sure to secure that location and unload the package and make sure you activate the connection. If we figure out what this is and if we can control this, oh, it's big. We're talking bonus big and Bishop's clearly on the other line. We're talking vacation for the rest of your life, Big. Now do as you're told. And we see Bishop and uh, a group of people roll up to Palm World Fairgrounds. And there are some security guards who are like, all right, guys, you're going to have to turn around. And Bishop just looks at the guy and says, oh, sorry about that, and just shoots him. And somebody comes out and gets their keys and opens the thing, and they go into the Palm World fairs, Fairgrounds.
This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Additional music for this episode included A Dangerous Location by Ron Ernest, Gamalet by Ease Jammy Jams, Symmetry of Sleeplessness by Dan Bowden, and Eleven by Cowpay. Additional voices for this episode included Alex Ernest as Jessica Lore. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Tell a friend. And join us next Thursday for another exciting episode of This American Monster. That's actually the one flaw in the shadow designs. They can't hiccup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the only way you can tell. Was it you, who, Carl, who were like, I can't burp? Uh, that was me like six years ago, but I learned how. And I'm a burping machine, baby. And it's improved my life at least 7%. Haley, like I sent her a Craigslist of like a car or a Jeep, and I was like, whoa, check this out. You know, and then she sent me this, and it's eighty-five um, ducks and chickens for a thousand dollars. Yeah, pretty good. We have cuckoo moran, what better deal moran, than a jeep, leghorn, right. brahmas, you calico princess, blue splash. Oh, I just, yeah. I just had a bit about chickens or roosters, I guess, that I just subjected yeah. Alex to. I was like, I was like, what about this? What if it's um, Rhode Island Reds against the machine, and it's yeah. like. I won't cockadoodle do what you tell me. I won't cockadoodle do what you tell me. Carl just read the whole thing. Chicken-based rage against the machine. That's hilarious. That's good. Chicken-based rage against the machine. Damn. Yeah. Rhode Island Reds against the machine. Won't cockadoodle do what you tell me. That's, that's yeah. good. Damn. If I knew how many chickens and ducks I could buy for one thousand dollars, I wouldn't be looking <laughs> at fucking trucks on Craigslist, right? Yeah. My brother has chickens in his yeah. place. Not you know, not eighty five. That's mm-hmm. things are actually really expensive. Oh, what what about? That's over ten dollars each. No, but there's thirty seven chickens. There's thirty seven four month old chickens, twenty three month old chickens, <laughs> fifteen twenty two month old chickens. But yeah, you're right. You don't get a whole lot of ducks out of this deal. Yeah. And the ducks are cute as fuck. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Please be sure to check us out on thisamericandice.com and on Facebook. We got a Facebook group. If you're wondering where our old episodes are going, particularly our old episodes of Legend of the Five Rings, L5R, Ryoko Wari, City of Lies, why they're disappearing from our website and so probably from our regular podcast feed. Where can you find them if you're interested? Well, YouTube. Every Saturday, old episodes will be going up so that they don't vanish. Furthermore, old episodes of short games will be going up on Sunday. So that's right, you got four days in a row of This American Dice. Thursday, you've got Monster of the Week. Friday, you've got short games. Saturdays, old, longer games coming out on YouTube. And on Sundays, old short games are coming out on YouTube. So four days in a row of This American Dice. Be sure to join us, and we'll see you there on the inside. Till then, rate, review, like, like, and subscribe, and the whole shenanigan. See you then.